ברשותכם, הינו עם אדוני אלוהינו עלינו מעשי ידינו כוננהו, כוננה עלינו מעשי ידינו כוננהו, ולאי שיעור סדרי קריא לעילוי נשמת עינה בת מתיתה, אסתר בת אליהו, אסתר בת משיח, מתיתיה בן לוי, דניאל בן אפרים, דוד בן ידידה, אפרים בן יהודה, משה בן דוד, רחמים בן מרדכי, ברוך השם תניחה מגן עדן, ורפואה שלמה דן, בן אסתר, ניסן בן חנה, משה בן חנה, יצחק בן יפה, יחזקאל בן רחל, ניסים בן דינה, חנה עלי בת אברהם, שמואל בן רחל, אלנה רפאנה להם. We're going back to our regular paleoites, just in the meanwhile I was turning back from the sukkot and we'll remind everybody. יהיה לא בכוח יגבר איש לשכוח עוצבו ורוגזו וכל דבר המצערו. We're here on the day of חג, חג שמח. Sukkot, if to forget anything that frustrates us, anything that causes us any any pain or any uh, trouble or any anger, uh, on these days for a few days, be happy. We happy. We have to let go as much as as much as we're able to. Every day. And if we can be happy during these eight days, it's a segula that Hashem will carry it on for us for the whole year. Amen. Amen. Hashem. So uh, we're continuing. We. Uh, got to. Um, you know, we were in, we were in the middle of Tadbab, I think. Yeah. So we yeah, we spoke about the according to Paleoites, we have to wake up in the middle of the night and uh, and learn Torah. Here, mitzvah lomar divrei Torah la shulchan. It's a mitzvah to say divrei Torah on our table anytime that we are sitting. So Baruch Hashem, mital midayu demikulam. From our students, we learn the most. So we had uh, we had a little kiddush together, and <laughs> we we had the zechut to, to be reminded. Hey, having a little kiddush together, divrei Torah. We have to have uh, some divrei Torah on the table. Uh, Pirkei Avot says that um, that if there's no divrei Torah on the table, chas v'shalom, it's it's as if uh, we're eating from the table of idolatry. Chas v'shalom, but. If we have the Brit Torah on the table, then it's as if we're eating from the table of Hashem, from Shulchana, and Hashem comes and He blesses us. So we always need to have the Brit Torah on the table, and we said that's why uh, many people, uh, you know, at the end before Birkat Amazon, we wash uh, If we say the Torah, you don't need to. Yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, You're not it's, a, it's a minhag that people I have. I learned this from, and, from here. It's, it's yeah. very interesting. It's a minhag that some people have that it's like it's our safeguard. Our safeguard is, is uh, you know, in case nobody said a uh, divrei Torah, we have, you know, we, we said a uh, Next one. But yeah, the better thing, of course, is to actually say divrei Torah. Have an actual, real divrei. Mishle says, Shlomo Amalek writes in Mishle, Say to wisdom that you are my sister. What does that mean? Say to wisdom, you are my sister. Im barur lecha davar ka'achotcha, shehi asura lecha, emorato, ve'im lav shetok. If you are so well-versed, what you're well versed enough in your learning, uh, you know, I'm a thousand percent sure that this is allowed, or I'm a thousand percent sure that this is forbidden. The same way, I'm a thousand percent sure that I cannot have relations with my sister. Right? There, there's one thing uh, in the Torah that uh, you know, 
Everybody can have 100% clear, and nobody has any doubts about uh, the Torah prohibits having family uh, relationships. So I know everybody knows without a hundred, with a hundred, a thousand percent clarity that their sister is uh, is off limits <laughs> uh, to them. Uh, and every every girl knows my brother is off is, is off limits. So if a person knows a halacha that well. I know it that clearly, then say it. And yeah, if you want to say the Torah, you want to teach people the halachot, say it. But if you're not sure, shut up. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Or at the very least, say, I'm not 100% sure. I once heard in a shi'or, maybe if, uh, if, you, if you know better, if you can clarify, but, but be clear. Be clear. If you're clear on it, say it. If you're not clear on it, Either say, I'm not clear on it, I think I heard, I think I know, uh, maybe you know better, or don't say anything at all. Don't say anything, shut up. Mitzvah, these are all mitzvot that uh, we do with our, with our mouths. Mitzvah, uh, we should say with our, with our mouths, that, that come through the, uh, the trachea, through the windpipe, which means through, uh, through our, uh, our breathing and through our speaking. It's a, it's a mitzvah for a rabbi to try to teach one possible the reasons why we do certain mitzvot. And not only to just say, this is what. Now, the truth of the matter is that there are some mitzvot out there that um, it's very clear, and uh, the, the you know the rabbis are very clear that it's a chok. Chok means that it's a law that we do because God said it. That that is the reason. There is no there is, there is no question asked. Yeah, yeah there is no. Do I know the reason? Paraduma is the famous example, the uh, red cow, the red heifer. Uh, even then, Chachamim um, and Rashi even goes back and tries to find uh, different symbolisms in me. What's the reason for it? Hashem said, Chok. Chok is, you know, God is above me, and because God is above me, that is the reason why uh, I keep the mitzvah. Except not, it yeah, yeah, except it for not. But sometimes there's a reason for it. If there's a reason that we can explain uh, something so that it tastes better, so that the mitzvah feels better, we say ta'ame, the word ta'am in Hebrew means a taste. It doesn't mean the reason. I can't call it the reason ever. Because, you know, maybe from Hashem's perspective, Hashem is above us, Hashem might have a million reasons. For all I know, there could be one million reasons why I should do a mitzvah. So if I say one reason, let's say, for example, I came and I said, you know, the reason why we do a Brit Milah is for the health uh, of the baby. Because, yeah, because it, it helps uh, prevent uh, uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Um, it's healthier for a baby to have a Brit Milah, which is true. It's 100% uh, true as a fact. Uh, but is that the reason? Is that the reason? Uh, maybe there's another 999,999 reasons. So if somebody comes to me and they says, no, 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 but you know what? I found a way that without doing a Brit Milah, we can still keep the uh, we can still keep the baby healthy, and I can. Uh, so it, it's uh, not necessary. So it's not necessary to do a God Brit Milah. Forbid. God forbid, we don't have the right to do that. I can't say that you know because I thought of one reason, I you know I can suddenly circumvent something that it says in the Torah because maybe Hashem has other reasons. Now, where is that different sometimes? 
sometimes with the words of the rabbis, if the rabbis were clear on uh, reasoning for something. Meaning there, sometimes you have a rabbinic decree. So the, the rabbis were, you know, we, we have tremendous respect for them. They were malachim, they were greater than we are. But, but their words are different from the word of God. The word of Hashem could have a million reasons. I I have no right yeah, to, the rabbis we can't won. play with it. But if the rabbi said and made a decree and they said this is the reason for it, if they also added to it, they said this is the reason for it, then sometimes if the reason doesn't apply anymore, the reason is something different, I can't change it, but we say that they didn't mean it. They didn't mean it uh, in this context. You can, you can sort of limit the scope of what they, we, or we can say that the, the scope of what they meant is limited. Uh, because it because it doesn't apply. So that um, is one difference. People ask, what's the difference between the Oraita and the Rabbanan? We have to keep both. We obviously have to keep both. But one of the areas is that with the Oraita, the the rabbis teach us, if there's two opinions of how to understand, you go by the strict one. But with the Rabbanan, if there's two understand, you can go achar you can go you can go by the lenient opinion uh, many times. So. Uh, but it's a mitzvah to try to teach the reasonings as much as we understand. We sit in a sukkah. Why, why do we sit in a sukkah? Right? Because it represents kavod. Hashem. Uh, it represents the clouds of glory that Hashem protected us in as we were traveling through the desert. Uh, we were going through a, a precarious, uh, through a very, um, uh, in a very dangerous and risky place. Hashem protects us uh, with His clouds, and this symbolizes our life. If we if we have Hashem in our lives, Hashem, then no worries. No worries. Nothing to be worried about. Hashem is protecting us with His clouds. If not, I could be sitting in a fortress. I could be saying, not just imagining. It doesn't mean anything. If uh, if I don't have God in my life, I don't know. I'm not protected. Period. If we don't have Hashem protecting us, we are not protected. If we have Hashem. I could sit in a sukkah. I could sit in a <laughs> in a temporary. Yeah, it's still Friday night. It was yeah. rainy. It was yeah. pouring. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> nice and relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> then for six hours, Hashem protects us. Also, so as, also Saturday night. Also, uh, as, so as much as we can to understand the meaning of, of it. Mitzvah sheyachzor or like Pele Yoetzer. It's like galut. We're doing a galut for ourselves as a kapara to go, to, to, to go outside. Beautiful. It's a mitzvah for a person to um, um, to review his learning. To review his learning, not just to learn one time and then I think that I know it. It's not the Jewish way. Even Jewish the rabbis, they have, to, they have to review their every learning. Person, every person has to review. It has to be uh, sharp in our mouths. Our learning has to be sharp in our mouths. Come to the class and then re-listen to it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come to the class. Hey, we have a recording. We can follow listen. up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you naturally forget. Because you forget. A person who naturally a, a person who learns something just one time. Even I, I didn't. I didn't learn. And the Gemara has examples of stories that you know a rabbi, you know a rabbi taught a certain halacha, and then they asked and they said, "Are you 100 percent sure?" <laughs> And they said, yes, I reviewed it properly. I reviewed it 40 times. I, you know, I did a, I did a proper uh, review of it. 
40 times. The, the Gemara says that the 100th time that a person reviewed is not the same as 101. And someone 101 is more. Yeah, 101 is more. It's one more. Reviewing 100 times is not the same you might as... might see it differently. As one yes, also. Yeah. And every time with the Torah, how many times we read it? The same Torah that I read last year, the same, I the same Torah I've been this. reading for years. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see, see this point. Yeah, this? It, illumin it illuminates us in a different way. So, and the best thing... We can, yeah. Even a thousand just to, times. Just to slowly get somewhere. Chachamim, uh, the rabbis, they gave the example of sharpening a knife. Right. If if anyone has sharpened the knife before, the, sharp knife. what do you do? Do you do in knife sharpening? You have to go and go. You have to keep on going back and forth. And the more you do it, the sharper your knife gets. It says if, practice if, makes perfect. No? If a person just wants to do it once, it's the it's the same thing in uh, any sport. Any sport. Who are, who are the who who? You know the difference between an excellent cut and a very good cut. It's that little attention to detail. So much going over and over and over to make it perfect. Yeah. Who is the who is the best three-point shooter? Who is the best? Uh, Five hundred thousand times. And who's who's the who's the best free throw shooter? The one who practices, who shoots uh, hundreds, of hundreds of times a day yes. and doesn't practice stop. Makes perfect. That's, that's what it's about. It's not someone that says, I'm a great athlete and I, uh, I do it once. They're not going to succeed. So we have to love it and we have to love it like, uh, like diamonds. Now, Peleoet adds, as much as possible, Bekol Ram, with our, with, uh, with our voices out loud. You should always say it loud. Not just that, as much as yes. we can to read it out loud so that we can hear yes. it. Why? Because, because yeah, right. who, who learns how to read Hebrew? Who learns how to read it? Someone who learns to be a Chazan. That's truly who learns how to, how to read yeah. Hebrew. Out loud. Why? Before, because I have to read it out loud. So, because then it becomes part of me. It becomes part of my whole body when you read it out loud. And it's the entire Torah. Many people, we're, we're going to be starting now very soon again, the cycle. There's a mitzvah that not everybody knows about. Of Shnaim Mikra Vechat Targum. There's a mitzvah every parasha to read it out, to read it twice out loud. To read it twice out loud that week during the course of uh, of that week's parasha, uh, to read mikra, the, it. Says not to yeah, Shnai Mikra. Now, what's Mikra? It's not just uh, even the people that do it. Uh, even me sometimes. Let's I have to. We have to fix ourselves. But we just read it quickly and we read it silently. <laughs> you know, we have to read it out loud. We have to read it out loud so that it becomes part of us. It becomes a part, and we internalize it. Uh, and once, uh, twice the Torah itself, and once a translation uh, of the Torah. Ideally, whoever can do the Aramaic translation in the middle, that's the best. If not, a person does it with an English translation, or, uh, or Farsi, or Italian, uh, or with Rashi. But we, there's a mitzvah to learn the parasha twice. The, the OU, uh, they just came out with an app. They came out with a parasha app. Oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I want to talk about it on, uh, on Shabbat. The amazing app, amazing app. You could check off. I did one aliyah, two aliyah, three aliyah. <laughs> really? But also they have classes on the Parsha. They have many from, from many different rabbis. Uh, you know, Parsha quick uh, bullet points, different commentaries on the Parsha, just explaining them. Really, really beautiful. Amazing app. I, 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 just, I just opened it and signed up. Uh, so it's worth it. It's really, OU Parsha. OU, OU Parsha app. When we read it out loud, it goes into all of our limbs. 
Uh, is it 8 o'clock or 8 o'clock? No, we have time. 8 o'clock. I think, I think you have to do it at 8 because yeah. it's a okay. bit longer. So we're going to pause over here, Bezrat Hashem. 750 is still not going to get us up. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wish everybody a Chak Sameach. We're looking forward to a beautiful holiday together. Stop behind a school bus. Give them a minute.